Alexa. You're listening to Those Real Estate Brothers Podcast. What's up? What's going on? Uh, not much. Just I just out. said I got to stop touching this. And yeah, this is the first I, thing I'm immediately grabbing at it. I don't know. Something about when it's in front of you. We're back. It's December. It's December. It's We're almost at the end of the year. It's Christmas time. It's middle of Hanukkah. There's all kinds of crazy things going on. It's People are in, in holiday mode and end of year mode. You went to the gym today. I did. First time. Try to figure out how long it's been. I think it's about 10 years since I've been in a gym. I went to a regular gym because, you know, I go to CrossFit. Um, I didn't know what to do. Like, it was old school, <laughs> like, lifting and weights and all that. I, I definitely felt... Out of character. I felt really uncomfortable walking in, and then I went in the locker room to put my jacket away and went to see what the you know locker room looked like. I, I've been a member of this gym for like 14 months. It's the first time I went in there. I was talking about it with somebody else. They charge just enough where it's a nuisance to stop it. Yeah, and they don't actually send you a lot of emails or anything to remind no, you you're paying for quiet. it. So I headed over to Blink, went in the locker room. I was walking out of the locker room. I was like, oh, I guess I could keep my phone with me. It's not like I'm you know, wrestling, and I was looking at my phone, going through some emails, and I walked into the woman's locker room. It is confusing, that place. It's, it, it, there's shit, like the, as you come out, the entrance into the women's locker room is right there, but you're walking along the wall, so yeah. you don't realize it switched. Yeah. I mean, if you have your eyes up, you do, but uh, that was a nice way to start, and then, you know, a little cardio, some stretching, and I use the machine, so, you know, you don't really need to know what you're doing. There's an old expression, uh, you know, how you know somebody does CrossFit because it's all they effing talk about. Yep. But, so I was at this gym. I joined. Uh, just go there a couple of days a week because just CrossFit's too much on my knees and I can't do it every day, but I want to work out every day. But I, immediately I found the rower and it was like my it was like my comfort blanket. Like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, wow, there's a rower. Let me just <laughs> run over and jump on that. Uh, so I basically when I go, it's just like a. Core stretching routine, uh, rowing, and like a, you know that ski erg, you practice yeah. skiing. That's a good workout too. I got on that elliptical. It, it opened my hips up a little bit, stretched me out. It felt good. And then I did some uh, hamstring curls and what do you call it the other way when you push out? Those are terrible and, uh, for your knees. Are they? Yeah, uh, my knees uh, need to break. But the hamstring curls, I think, are okay for you. They're excellent for you. And uh, there's this guy on Instagram. It's a knees over toes guy. You ever hear of him? No. So he basically, uh, his whole Instagram is just free, like free stuff, free information on how to get knee pain out of your life. Uh, and and apparently he couldn't do so much. And then after all these routines, uh, he was able to dunk a you know basketball and do all these things. So I've been trying to do some of the stuff he does for my knees. Backwards pulling on a sled actually works really well. Backwards pulling on a sled. I will. I will. Next time it snows, I'll get the sled and I'll give it a try. <laughs> um, so much so that I think he he invented some sort of treadmill. Of course he did. Where you walk backwards. That's a with thing. Resistance. That's a thing where people uh, walk on their treadmills backwards. I've I've read that as I've the last couple of days. Like, what do you do in the gym? And that that would come up that it was really good for your knees and your back or something. I, I don't think know. this guy is the reason why everyone's Probably. talking about it. I'm gonna, go, over toes I'm gonna go to the gym and just walk on the treadmill backwards. If nothing else, people will notice me. It's so interesting <laughs> going to those gyms because the the people watching you can do is insane. There are older people with nothing to do. Like there was this one older guy there. Um, look, guy's in good shape for his age, I'm sure, because he's at the gym hanging out. But I mean, he basically was just sitting on the bike at the coffee shop. 
<laughs> he was just yeah. sitting there drinking his water, talking to everyone who walked by, and I don't I don't know if I ever actually saw him move. Um, so there were definitely people there just taking up space, and then there were people there looking to you know really really work out hard, and a lot of it, a lot of people in between. So you're uh, you're a trendsetter. You started going to the gym before the new year. Well, I joined uh, the gym about 13 months ago or so because I wanted to join before the new year. You got to go in a little bit before the new year. It's not cool to start it. No, you, I wouldn't start in January. Yeah. No matter how much my body needs to go to the gym, I would not have started going in January again. So I had to get there for December in order to go in January. And then I get to complain about all the new people when they start coming in January. And I guess if you do start in January, you, you can't start on a Monday. You guess like just be a rebel and start like on a Thursday. Or I got to imagine like, I don't know what day the first is this year. It's probably like uh, like a Tuesday or something. Let's look. But uh, that Monday after New Year's must be the highest attended gym gym uh, day of the year. So I, I go to it's the Monday. Yeah, there first. you go. It's going to be. Oh, so that Tuesday is going to be brutal. Um, it's comical. It is what it is. Look, people get upset, like people who work out all year round about that. But I think it's great whenever people kind of get back into things and start eating right and start working out. I mean, it's not an easy thing to find the time to do and the energy to do and the focus to do. So sometimes you need a reminder. Why do people Why do people buy new TVs around the Super Bowl? Did they not have one before that? It's just kind of a reminder, like, oh, I've been meaning to get that new TV I wanted. Let me do it now before the Super Bowl. So it's just a reminder. It's top of mind. It's why we talk about marketing all the time. What's the number one marketing for, you know, the health the health business? New Year's, the turnover. Like, hey, new beginnings, all right? This is the year I'm going to get myself in shape. So that's why we do marketing is to stay top of mind and remind people there's never been, you always say, no better day. There's no better day that to start whatever it is you're trying to do than today. You don't, but, you know, it's hard to find the time. So that's the... That's the thing that creates the urgency. I also say, and I think I pissed you off at times, if something's a priority, you'll do it. You'll find time. Yeah, of course. Change it, Change what you say. I don't have time for it, or that's not a priority for me. And then own it. Yeah, that hasn't been a priority for me. That's okay. I've been there before. It, uh, and it's okay. My family and my business are number one and two. It's really hard to do, I think, a third thing all in. Even know? within your family, there's things you've been meaning to do. Oh, I've been meaning to call the dentist about my son's teeth. Those two front teeth. Anthony had these two front teeth. They were terrible looking. They are loose and teeth were coming in. It wasn't a priority for me to call a dentist because I never got around to it. I never put it in my calendar. I didn't do it. And then luckily the teeth came out. So now it's it's solved. I don't have to I don't have to worry about it. But um it's hard like you sometimes just have to remember, like, oh, it hasn't been a priority. Oh, that sounds terrible. I don't like the idea that my son's teeth weren't a priority. If I would have framed it that way, I would have put it in my calendar to call tomorrow morning. Mindset and approach to something is so important because you just look at something a little differently and all of a sudden, bam, you know, your your actions are, are so different yeah. just by looking at something in a different perspective. I, I think we've always had the perspective, a, a different perspective than people. I remember talking to an agent and um, I said, well, whose fault is it the client went somewhere else? And we were talking about that and I said, it's your fault. It's okay. Like, I, and I gave her an example. I don't even remember what it was, but something that happened to me. And what could I have done better so that that client would have called me again? What could I have done better so that client didn't feel the need to check with somebody else? What could I have done better so on a Sunday afternoon they didn't stop in an open house without talking to me first? She says, I think you're being way too hard on yourself. Sometimes it's just things just happen and they're not your fault. Like, I'm not going to go home and 
punch myself in the face over it. But it's okay to say, I haven't done that. I could have been better. And maybe it wouldn't have been good enough, but I could have been better. You could always be better. You could always try a little harder. You could always work a little harder. You could always prepare better. And you could always be better at whatever it is you want to do. So if you haven't gotten to the gym like me since January, we're in December, middle December now, whose fault is it I didn't go to the gym? I could easily say, well, I'm busy with so much. The kids, you know, family, work, all the extra stuff, chamber. I can't go to the gym because of the chamber of commerce. Is all of that true? It could be, but you could be better. Do you really need eight hours of sleep? You couldn't get seven and a half, get to the gym for 10 minutes? Perfect world is you go to the gym for what an hour a day. I don't even know what the you right shouldn't thing need is. more than uh, an hour. If you if you're there more than an hour, you're that old. But guy. if you Just went to the gym, yeah, you're not kidding. But if you went to the gym for 15 minutes a day every day, would you be in better health than if you never went at all? Without a doubt, there's there's CrossFit workouts that are literally 12 minutes long. I mean, you, long. you remember from high school, like when we worked out, you you were on like a circuit. If you were bench pressing, you were doing squats in between. That was your break for your chest. So you could get a lot of work in. Yeah, Shaver always had those programs with the supersets, and he was actually ahead of his time. So I graduated in 2003, so we were, in like 2000, we were doing snatches, we were doing cleans. Yeah, we were, it started like a year before that, I think. He was ahead of his time. It, no, nobody in high school was he doing He made us all, all uh, hire a trainer who did the bigger, faster, stronger, and then he was part of it. He came to all the stuff, he helped us with it, and then I think he just continued those principles and... I'm sure it's evolved a lot over every year, but uh, anything's better than nothing. I went to the gym today. I could have said, I don't know what to do. I could just go on the elliptical. I want to I want to work out my muscles. I want to do weight training. So I did some stuff. I don't know. I don't know if it was the most effective exercises and, and, and lifts, but I know I did it afterwards. My muscles were, were, you know, tired. So it did something, you know, we, we talk sometimes about uncle Joe, right? Years ago, Uncle Joe would show up, and he could lift everything. He was the strongest person in the family. Jason, our cousin Jason, was always working out, and he would always say, oh, Uncle Joe's somehow stronger. Why? Never went to the gym, but every day he picked up every stuff. Did that grown man strength. Yeah, and he, he was picking up stuff all day long, so it makes you stronger. You don't have to do perfect workouts with perfect machines. And It's the same with real estate, isn't it? We tell our agents, we talk, we, we tell ourselves, what could, you, what could you do for prospecting? Oh, I don't like cold calling. The state says you can't do it. What can you do? Can you send text messages? Can you do slide broadcasts? Can you do handwritten notes? What did you do? I got a nice call yesterday if I was interested in selling my house. And I actually wish I had the recording because the script was so subtle. You didn't. She got to the point very quickly, but you didn't really know what she was talking about. But it was pleasant at the same time until I heard it. And uh, I respectfully said, no, thank you. But I didn't even tell her that I was a real estate broker. Um, but did you try hiring her? I should have. I should have. <laughs> that happens to me with the solo guys after I get them to leave. I'm like, oh, I should have seen if they were interested in being a real estate agent. Yeah, we've heard stories about that. But I think our background in wrestling and any, I think any individual sport, there's a lot more accountability and, and mm. self-reflection on, on the losses, on the wins. Because uh, who can you blame? If, if you're one-on-one against somebody else on a wrestling match or tennis or whatever it might be, um, there's only there's only one person you could blame if it didn't go your way. Last year, Dominic did tournaments for the first time, wrestling tournaments, and I helped coach the youth, uh, Planet Youth Lacrosse. I know. I saw you in uh, in uh, wrestling shoes. It's, it's yeah. No, I got post that. I got the ugliest. Uh, like, you get a picture. Of I have the type of wrestling shoes. You better be a real good wrestler if you're gonna wear them, and and I'm not. But I I came to the conclusion because Lucas is doing wrestling too, so I take all the practice. 
I don't think any grown adult looks great in wrestling. No, I don't. I, 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 I agree. So it's why all the coaches back when still wore like sneakers on the mat because they, <laughs> they look silly. So um, it was this one kid he lost. He was crying. His mother was trying to make him feel better. So he was just looked inconsolable. And Steph said something like, I don't think these little kids should be doing this. They're, they're too, they're too, they get too upset. And I, I think he was probably a first grader. and No, second grader. He said, no, don't you remember from high school? She's like, that was a long time ago. Not really. You came off the mat after getting pinned or you lost or whatever. You take your headgear and you slam it against the wall or the floor as hard as you can. Maybe you yell a curse word. And you blame the ref. Then 10 seconds after you were mad at the referee, you were mad at the other wrestler. And about a minute in after sitting by yourself in the corner after that emotional and physical outburst on the side of the mat, you would have to think to yourself, I just wasn't good enough today. Maybe I should have worked on when we taught, when the coach taught cradle, how to get out of a cradle, I should have worked on that harder. And then you had to just own it that I wasn't good enough today and I'm going to work on trying to be good enough tomorrow. And for a first grader or however old he was crying that way, right when you said that story, I said, wow, that's awesome that that kid cares that much. Yeah, though, like, that too. At that age, that's pretty cool that somebody could care about something that much. That's shows dedication, shows, yeah. shows effort. You got to care about what you're doing, and you have to care enough to know sometimes you weren't good enough. It's okay not to be good at things. Sports teaches really good lessons, and they don't always – they always translate, in my opinion, but people don't really bring them over to real life. But whatever you do, I, our, my college coach talked about how if you were playing defense and wrestle uh, lacrosse. So if you were playing defense, whatever if you had to make a slide, if you had to do something, whatever you did, you did it 100%. And if, if you made a mistake and did, like, the stupidest slide in the entire world, if you went as hard as you could and double-teamed the guy and, and they scored, he wouldn't even get mad. But the second you, you sort of hesitate and not go 100%, you're not doing anything good. You're not staying where you are very well. You're not sliding very There's well. There's also something about momentum. If you are moving hard, in that, in that example, your slide across the crease is extremely hard and you're moving to the ball very hard, and now, now there's two of you on the ball, which leaves somebody completely uncovered, but you're eating that guy up, you got a pretty good chance of creating a ground ball and a clear. And even if you gave up that goal that one time, if the whole team is consistently going 100%, you're going you're gonna to roll over people. That momentum will, will take you where you want to go. It's the same thing in life. Agents. You don't always have to be perfect at your prospecting. But if you're doing a lot of it, your momentum will take you. People who are in, you know, having financial problems or, or difficult, you know, situations, we tell them keep moving forward. Keep making decisions. Keep trying to make your situation better because you'll, the momentum of your energy, of your movement, of your, of your pushing forward will take you to a better place. All right, you, you were driving Uber Eats and it was a bad idea because you, were, you weren't making enough money after your oil changes your gas. Okay, but you were doing something. You made $20. Use that $20 now for something else as a part-time job. So it's, it's just about doing whatever you're going to do with a lot of effort. We call it maxing out with, with Weikert sometimes, right? But just whatever you do, do it with effort. And you got to get wins. So, you know, somebody's going to re- – you set a goal that they want to make two hundred fifty thousand dollars next year, two thousand twenty-four. Uh, they want to make two hundred fifty thousand. That's a pretty big goal, and you're not going to know if you won or not until the end of the year. So 
you really have to have a different approach and have these little wins where it's, okay, I want to make that money, but I'm going to work on getting one listing. And in order to get that one listing, I'm going to send 10 pieces of mail per day. Now, all of a sudden, Monday, I send 10 pieces of mail. I won. And I like that feeling. I set a goal for myself, and I did it. Tuesday, send out 10. All of a sudden, I get used to winning, and I right. get used to accomplishing and, and doing the things. And, and then your goal is going to change. So you, you're sending that out, but then the goal eventually would be, or the measurement might be, how many calls you got and how many appointments you got. You know, so your wins may change. It, it, at some point, it won't be a win to send 10 anymore. That'll just be what you do. It's like breathing. That's what I do. Yeah. And then the win will be what you're getting back. That's what you'll feel the win. And then eventually it'll be feeling the commission. But look, I'd like to make 800000 next year selling real estate. But I also have to acknowledge that I'm, that's, I'm not going to make the things that lead to that a priority in my life. You got kids. You got sports. You, you're having a good time. I'm not going to have the time to, to put in like that. So you want to make sure your goal is realistic within what your priorities are too. And when you get those wins though, you, you mentally, your brain is going to start uh, getting trained in a sense. You know, discipline, you can't have strict discipline when you had no, no discipline whatsoever on day one. You really have to train your brain in order to do it, and it's got to be in bite-sized pieces. And it's just like training a muscle. Uh, if you want that mental toughness, if you want that discipline – uh, just like training a muscle, you gotta you gotta work at it every day, and you gotta do different movements, and you gotta get you gotta get those wins. It's part of the reason why financial planners make horrible advice givers to people in financial trouble. Oh well, here's your highest interest rate credit card. So what we want to do is spend all our time and energy paying off this high interest credit card. Maybe why don't you start with the lowest one first? Which one has the lowest balance? I have this little card, a store card, Macy's. It's only got $300 on it. Let's pay that one off first. How's it feel? If It's going to feel good. And you close that account, cut up the card. You're going to feel really good that the first credit card is paid off. What's the balance on the next one? $2,500. let us work on that. Next thing you know, you paid off five credit cards. You still have one with a ten or $15,000 limit or balance, I should say. But that's your mindset so different at that point. But now there's only one left. You have kids. I have kids. When they ask you how long, what do you like to say? Five, uh, you know, half hour or thirty minutes. Which sounds worse to them? Oh, it's only one half hour. It's one oh, TV show, right. not a movie. A TV it's one show. episode. Yeah. Uh, whereas if you say it's thirty minutes, oh my god, it's gonna be forever. And uh, I don't know. You gotta you gotta take it into bright bite sized pieces because people need to feel success. They need to be placed in a position to be successful. And you got to feel those wins, like you said. So if anyone watches this, we'll get a couple. Um, don't set those big goals without setting those little goals each week to accomplish that big goal. I mean, we've talked in the it's podcast before. That's basically a business That's plan. it. And it's lag indicators versus, you know, uh, leading. Uh, leading indicators. So you want to you, you got to measure them both in reality. Um, so for those that don't know, a lag indicator is something that already happened. So in order to uh, see if you got those 10 listings, you have to measure the things you did. So I made 100 calls per day, and those 100 calls per day measures the lagging indicator. If you want to stick with sports, I want to, I want to, uh, I want to be a starting pitcher, right? Okay, that's the end result. You know how many starts you're going to get, how many starts your coach gives you, but you don't really have control over that, do you? But you definitely have control over you know, how many uh, pitches you throw in practice, how many great pitches? All right, I only have one now. I need three. I'm going to measure how many times I practice those three pitches. 
and so on. So it's the thing, the little things you do now that you could track and have a lot of control over to get to that end result, which you might not really have much control over. So did you set your 2024 goals yet? I have not. I get, I've been giving it some thought, but I haven't written anything down yet. I'm not a big goal setter. I have never have been. I've always been more motivated by the idea of failing at something than at succeeding at something. But, uh, no, I haven't given it a lot of thought. I know we did, most people would say, you know, the company did really well this year, but I think there's some, uh, I always think there's some room for improvement. Opportunities, yeah. If you're not growing, you're uh well, right. The last two years, if you stay in the same as a real estate company, people are pretty excited about you, but it's kind of boring staying the same. Yeah, we got some ideas. I got some stuff that I want to kind of capture. Uh, the last two months, I've been really trying to focus on my health, been trying to get to the gym as much as possible. I've been making my own lunches and uh, I'm gonna try to kind of get to that point of, of getting the 2.0, maybe a better diet, even though I'm doing a pretty good job, just stepping it up to that next level. I, I did pretty well last year, and this year it wasn't uh, as easy. So I think that's going to – personal goals go back back to the uh, drawing board for the personal health stuff. Where you been, what, what have you been doing? And going anywhere good? I went to Big Daddy's the other night. Oh, I've been trying to get in there. And their specials, I feel like – I feel like some restaurants, their specials, eh. You know, you, you see them and they don't appeal to you. Uh, but they seem to have good specials, so I get these – Smoked pastrami egg rolls that were just bomb, really good. Nice. It didn't really comply with my diet, though. <laughs> we were at the Jet game yesterday. A bunch of us went, and uh, that was a good time. So it was something a little different, but it was a not really cold, but a very rainy day. And on rainy days like that, when you get into this early winter, uh, I love going down to Freeport and getting seafood. I don't know why, but a real nautical day like that, it always makes me think of, of uh, you know seafood and Maybe a nice big platter of uh, fried shrimp or some clam chowder or, you know, mussels and shrimp marinara or something like that. Any, anything, any of the above. So next rainy day, that's where I'll be. But we were at Patricia's last weekend uh, in, in uh, well, the one in Hicksville. And that's a great Italian restaurant. They do that family special. It's pay one price, beer, wine, soda. And then they just keep coming out with family-style appetizers and entrees. It's more, it's, it's an experience. It's like a. You get to try a little bit of a lot of different things, which is how most of us like to eat. How many times they play the happy birthday song? Not that many. Yeah, it was good. They, I don't know. They got them over with quick. Well, I guess holiday time, there's less people going out maybe That's for true. Uh, birthdays and more so be. for holiday parties. They must have three times said happy birthday to the same guy who we were with. Every time he got up to smoke a cigarette, they'd run up. And you never, Tommy wasn't here when you, when you sang happy birthday. So we were responsible for three of the five happy birthday songs. So people are giving you a stink eye. Yeah. What else? I think that's it. I still got some holiday decorating to do at the house, more Christmas lights to put out, and uh, and then it won't be long before we're planning our uh, menus for the holidays. Still time to get some mailers out, reach out, prospect. Still plenty of time for that. Don't give in. You still got another couple weeks. I mean, you want to set – the stage now because a lot of buyers especially with rates coming down they're not really realizing that at the moment and then they're going to go spend a lot of time in in houses that other people own this this you know this month spend you know those holiday parties and they're going to be thinking themselves 2024 we're buying a house and you're going to get a lot of calls you have the chance to get a lot of calls from both buyers and sellers in january and you want to start setting that stage now because same with sellers maybe they planned on retiring 
before the pandemic. And then, you know, it wasn't a great time to go traveling. And then it wasn't a great time to uh, move because of the, 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 you know, the market and stuff. But a lot of those people have been putting those plans on hold and they're going to be ready to do it because that's going to be their New Year's resolution as opposed to going to the gym. And like, unlike selling candy, it, you got to kind of farm the area. You got to farm your prospects. It, you know, what you do now is going to pay two, three months from now. If you want, unlike a lot of other industries, if you have goals for 2024, you really already are a little behind them. You got to, you, you got to play some catch it, yeah. up. Yep. Uh, but still plenty of time to catch up. There is. All right. Flexi. Thanks so much for watching. Please drop a comment, subscribe, and let us know what you think.